0: Hello, everybody. My name is Ronick Malhotra, and I am going to be starting this podcast for you, ladies and gentlemen, discussing the NFL and the NBA when the season returns. I'm going to be covering everything from injuries to team updates to the games played in the week and what that means for the teams going forward. I'm a native of Chicago, Illinois, so I am a very big supporter of the Chicago Bears and the Chicago Bulls. However, I will be doing my best to have a non-biased opinion going into these weeks of me doing these overviews of the weeks played in the NFL. So I just want to take this time in this episode to just go over a few things from week nine and hopefully let this be a start to something great. I appreciate you. All right, so let's hop right into it. Um, Thursday night, we had the Packers and the 49ers. Um, Obviously, a huge game for the Packers and Devontae Adams. He caught 10 passes for 173 yards, including a touchdown, Um, made tough contested catches that whole game, and he ended up also catching three passes over 30 yards, including one at almost 50 with a 49-yard catch. Um... Obviously, Devontae Adams, I mean, he is in a league of his own, um, just all over the place, you know, scoring, making route runs, and getting where he needs to be for Aaron Rodgers to get the ball to him. You know that Aaron Rodgers, you know, has not been lucky the last couple of years with, you know, acquiring any wide receivers on his team. So him and him and Devontae Adams are connecting. You know, he completed 25 out of his 31 passes and ended up throwing four TDs. Um, overall, I mean... Aaron Rodgers is very well-read and works really well with giving what he's got. Um, And for him tonight, or on Thursday night, that was Devontae Adams. Looking at the Packers' defense, you know, you have Preston Smith, who, although he didn't have a sack, this outside linebacker, you know, created the game-changing turnover, and he broke up a pass and had two QB hits um, on Nick Mullins. Um, Looking at the 49ers, obviously – the 49ers have been cursed with injuries the whole year from Jimmy Garoppolo to uh Cert to Nick Bosa, you know, and the list goes on. You know, it's it's been a really really difficult year for the San Francisco 49ers, you know. I don't know what's going on in San Francisco, but even the Warriors, you know, they're they're filled with injuries this year, so, you know, they're hoping to come back from that, but you know, they're they're not the same team they were last year, you know, for a reason, you know, of which we can simply say in one word, injuries, injuries, injuries. So, You know, overall takeaways from this game, you got um, the Green Bay Packers obviously moving on to, I believe, a 6-2 record, and they are just looking absolutely deadly going to face anyone they have next week. They have the Jacksonville Jaguars, and hopefully they're going to come out with an easy win that week, too, but... Overall it was a really, really good week for the Green Bay Packers and the Forty ers continue to struggle with their injuries and trying to get some sort of thing going this season, you know, before time runs out. All right. Um Seahawks, Bills. Another big game changing, you know, week for both teams in my opinion. Um, you know, you saw the Buffalo Bills come out forty four to thirty four on top and Josh Allen, my god, I mean he threw for four hundred and fifteen yards. Uh, three TDs and a rushing touchdown. You know, when Josh Allen is on point, my God, he is on point. Like, there's no way to stop him. You know, um, Pete Carroll has never in his career coaching the Seattle Seahawks, has given up um, a lead like 44 points or a game with 44 points scored against them. Um, And it's incredible, you know. Um, Everyone on their offense, Stephon Diggs and um, Devin Singletary, um, played – Amazingly, So it was It was really great to see the Buffalo Bills come out and, and get this win. Um, as for the Seattle Seahawks, I mean, Russell Wilson had four turnovers, not to mention that their defense is really struggling. You know, usually their defense can hold on, knowing that the offense is going to come out and do something. But, you know, it reminds me of the Chicago Bears, you know, when Mitch Trubisky was the quarterback. You know, your defense can't go on and continue to play hard and hard and hard, knowing that they have to go back on the field and the offense isn't doing anything. So obviously this is this is something huge for seattle and what they're gonna have to think of going forward with their defense whatever adjustments they need to make obviously we know they play the cover four and um josh allen and the buffalo bills completely read that and came on top in that game all right now let's take a look at the kansas city chiefs versus the carolina panthers um big game for for both teams obviously um let's start with the uh carolina panthers um Christian McCaffrey, I mean, he's back after missing six straight games with his high ankle sprain. He came back exactly as we expected him, putting on numbers like he did last year. We know that he is a receiving running back, so he did catch nine passes for 105 yards as well as rushing 18 times for 69 yards. Altogether, he had three touchdowns when you look at his rushing and um, catching in that game. Um... And Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion, didn't really play that bad either. You know, he made some really tight passes to Ryan Anderson to keep um, the Carolina Panthers alive, and their offense did play pretty well. Um, looking at their defense, however, you know, you can tell they're not a contending team because they could not put up numbers, um, or they could not stop, rather. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs offense with all their weapons that they have. I mean, you know, as a segue here to the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, Travis Kelsey had a huge game. Tyree Kill had a huge game, you know, about hundred and thirteen yards receiving and two tds Um and Patrick Mahomes, obviously, I mean, we know him, you know, M V P candidate this year, um, reigning M V P from last year, and, you know, we're expecting to see bigger things from him and he is proving us nothing short of that. Um, so, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs are are still at one loss and um Carolina now is at 3-6 and six, um, going into next week. Um, Kansas City Chiefs are going to be playing the Oakland Raiders, or Las Vegas Raiders, my, my apologies, um, next week. And the Panthers will be playing the Buccaneers, so we'll see how that goes um, after coming off that loss. Um, yeah. Okay, now I want to talk about the Tennessee Titans and Chicago Bears. Obviously, as you heard me say before, I am a huge Chicago Bears fan. Um, so this was really, really embarrassing and disappointing for me to watch um <laughs> you know Tennessee Titans look good um coming off of two losses um including one last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers their linebacker Jalen Brown 10 tackles one forced fumble, one sack and one tackle for loss um obviously they did not have the JV Clowney this week but you know they were not um they're not going to stop there they they had a really really big game against the Bears defense who you know isn't that bad um and you're looking at them, you know, coming off and making some making some really good plays here. So um, converting on first down and in, in their third down opportunities was was really good. Um, as for the Chicago Bears, man, I am. I'm pretty, pretty irritated right now when I'm looking at them. Their their offense is absolutely pathetic, okay? You see these teams, and you see what they're doing, and they are the most penalized team in the NFL. They're sabotaging every single chance they have to do something. Penalties, you know, offsides, false starts, you know, pass interference, illegal block in the back, whatever it is, you know, they are awful. They went 2 of 15 on third down. Um, and, you know, all year Tennessee struggled to stop the run, um, they only allow 129 rush yards per game, which is pretty high. Um, but when the Bears came to Nashville, they only rushed for 56 yards. Obviously, David Montgomery, the running back, cannot get it done. I'm sure he's very frustrated with the Bears' offensive line. It seems like Matt Nagy has run out of all of his trick plays um, that you saw in you know, the first year he was coaching in 2018 when the Bears went 12-4. and four. Um, Obviously, a, a very, very... Um, disturbing performance from the Bears, I would say. And I'm not sure whether it's a matter of coaching or if it's a matter of, of you know, the quarterback situation. You know, Foles is someone who can really be calm inside the pocket. Trubisky is someone who can play well outside the pocket. Um, Allen Robinson, my God, he is a league premier receiver. He is in my opinion, having a wasted career right now, Chicago. We need to see some change here because obviously, with a five and one start, now they're five and four. It has been very irritating to watch Chicago, you know, crumble right before our very eyes. So, um, let's hope they can get it done. Um, you know, next week against the the Vikings um, on Monday night, and um, hopefully they can come out with a win. If if not, um, we're gonna see what was once a five and one contending team to a five and five mediocre team right before our very eyes so let's see what happens um Tennessee Titans next week Thursday um against the Indianapolis Colts that should be a good game um Colts have a great defense Titans you know obviously their run game with Derrick Henry's huge so we'll see how that goes as well all right um I wasn't going to talk about this game but I think I should um because it was the Los Angeles Chargers Las Vegas Raiders game I don't know how the Los Angeles Chargers managed to lose another game but they did um they had a game-winning touchdown pass um, by Darnold Parm Jr., um, and it was reversed once they um, replayed it and reviewed it. Um, it sucks to see you know them crumbling because they have been in really close games and they have been <laughs> getting their getting their butts kicked. Um, to be quite frank, um, it's just really disappointing to watch a team like this. Um, I think it would mean a lot for Justin Herbert's confidence to you know give him a win um but again you know we got to be patient the passes in the past but you know it was really really disappointing to watch the chargers lose another one um next week they got the dolphins so we'll see what they're doing you know Tua Tagovailoa viola is looking pretty good so we'll see we'll see how they do next week um las vegas raiders they move to 2-0 in the division um third straight win they are now five and three um and yeah, I mean it's 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 looking good for them. They didn't have two of their offense, starting offensive tackles, but you know, they were able to come out with they with the win. Um so John Gruden I'm sure very happy. Um and you know, the Raiders cornerback Isaiah Johnson, um I feel like a big reason why they got that win was because of his two pass breakups in the end zone in those last two plays of the game. So Um, The Raiders are looking good. You know, they got the Broncos next week. I think that's going to be a good one, so we'll see what happens there. Um, The AFC West is is looking looking really interesting. It's looking up for grabs right now, so we'll see how that, that goes. All right. Um, final game of the week. Um, a big game um, for uh, New Orleans Saints. They beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, thirty-eight to three. Obviously, we knew going into this game that it was going to be a battle of touchdown passes um, between Drew Brees and Tom Brady. Obviously, they're both fighting for who has more touchdown passes by the end of their career, which will likely, you know, have the the record at this point. You know, by the time both their careers are over, um, Drew Brees, you know already has more Tom career passing touchdowns than um, Tom Brady from his win last week against the Chicago Bears, um, and this week he proved just more than that. Um, Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders both came back um, this week, and it was huge for them. It was their fifth consecutive win, um, and it was really, really big for them. You know, Drew Brees has, you know, a lot to be proud of right now in his career, but this game against Tom Brady was was big for him. He is I believe, unbeaten against Tom Brady, maybe one loss. Um, I'm not sure of the exacts there. Um, and the standout performer for the Saints that week was um, David Oniumeta, um defensive tackle, who had four QB hits in his first career interception. So it was really, really big for the New Orleans Saints defense. Um, and I think that was really the key in, in that game for them. Tom Brady felt the pressure all night. And the Buccaneers, um, primetime TV, home turf, Super Bowl hosters, um, it was not enough um, for them. They don't seem to be doing well on national television. Um, just from the few games we've seen with the Chicago Bears when they beat them, and now the New Orleans Saints where they they got um, <laughs> beaten pretty bad. Um, it's um, it's tough for them. You know, you're you're starting to see a team now that's six and three. It was really really hard to see that because Tom Brady is is just not someone who has a game without a touchdown being scored. Um so it was it was really tough, um, to watch that happen. But, you know, obviously the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady's on a new team trying to make some sort of change. Obviously they're both older quarterbacks, Brees and Brady, trying to chase one more ring in their old careers. Um and see who can pull it out, you know? This year Brady and Breeze obviously are in the same division. Um and it's gonna be a battle between these two teams to see who's gonna take the division. Um so hopefully we can we can um you know, see what happens going into um, the further weeks in the season. Um, The New Orleans Saints face the 49ers next week, um, 425 Eastern Time Sunday, and then we have uh, the Buccaneers facing the uh, Carolina Panthers next week at 1 p.m. on Sunday. So, with that, I mean, that that is how this week has been, week nine. You know, we have a big big week um ahead of us um in week 10 coming up you know well into the second half of the season and you know it has been nothing short of a of a spectacular season um this year you know obviously with the safety of COVID and seeing everything that's been happening I really don't know who's going to grab the season this year I mean we we got some contenders coming up um and we got some good games coming up the rest of the season so I'm really excited to you know be covering what goes on in the NFL going forward and hopefully we get some action coming in going into next week and I'll see you guys after week 10. Thank you.